welcome to Strong Babe Collective. My name is Taylor Ray, and I'm here to help you build a life you love. Babe, if you are here, it means you are ready to step into the highest version of yourself. You are ready to unlock your potential, realize your worth, stop holding yourself back, and become who you were always destined to be. I'm here to help you understand that you already hold the key to all of these things within yourself. You just need to allow yourself to realize it. I want you to think of this podcast as your go-to for all things empowerment, mindset, manifesting, self-love, and so much more. All here to help you step into the highest version of you. If you are ready to ditch self-doubt, truly go for what you want, manifest a reality of your wildest dreams and build a life you love, then babe, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Strong Babe Collective. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, my gorgeous babe, and welcome back to another episode of the Strong Babe Collective podcast. Babe, get excited because I have got something fun up my sleeve for today's episode. I honestly feel like lately I just keep coming at you guys with so many little surprises and little twists and turns with the podcast with more magic and different little things that I'm so excited to be sharing with you. And today is one of those times. So I know that recently I have started to introduce podcast interviews and having guest babes on the show sharing their journeys about manifestation, empowerment and all things mindset that they have learned along the way. And today I'm excited to share an interview of a different kind. (laughs) And that, my babe, is an interview of me. (laughs) So today I'm actually going to be sharing with you an interview that I did recently over on the Brooke Alexander show with my gorgeous friend, Brooke. We had the most amazing time on this interview and it was so incredible to kind of be on the other end, to be honest, to be asked the questions and to deep dive into my journey a little bit more. I know that I share so much of my journey with you babes on here, but having somebody actually ask me the questions and ask me different things about my journey into manifestation, into understanding the law of attraction, spirituality, and just about my journey in general, the different ups and downs and things that I have gone through was absolutely incredible. And I feel like it brought up a lot of things that I might not necessarily have brought up on my own. So I'm incredibly excited to share a replay of that episode with you babes today. And there is so much goodness in there for you. I'm definitely so excited to be sharing this side of things with you and to take you guys along on my journey on what it is that I've been through when it came to understanding manifestation, learning about the law of attraction and truly connecting with the universe. There are some absolute gems in here and I'm really excited for you guys to get to know me a little bit better as I share this journey of discovery with you. We go through some amazing things, including talking about how I truly lost myself at one point in my life to a complete masculine energy and how I was so lost in that to the point that it literally led me to a full-on breakdown and then what moving back into my feminine actually looked like. We also go through some amazing stuff, including some of the biggest mindset shifts that I've undergone along the way that has actually helped me to evolve into who I am today. 
and we talk about how much my life has changed over time, how everything happens in divine timing, how everything that happens to you is actually happening for you and is meant to happen as part of your perfect path, which included for me going through a full-on breakdown and burnout. So I am incredibly excited to share this interview with you, babes. Like I said, I love taking part in it with the beautiful Brooke Alexander, and I am so excited to share it with you, babes, in today's episode. Um, All right. So for the listeners, can you give us a little bit of info on who you are and what you do? Yes, definitely. Um, so my name's Taylor Ray, like you said, and I run the Strong Babe Collective. Um, and basically, I'm a manifestation and empowerment coach. And Strong Babe Collective is all about helping babes to step into their power and helping them to realize that they can have, do, and be whatever it is that they want in this world. And kind of just helping them to understand the manifestation powers that they actually have within themselves to build their dream lives. Amazing. I love it. I love it all. Um, something that we connected on in the beginning and something that I want to chat to you about is kind of how you started because I started doing fitness stuff and I know that you started doing fitness coaching as well and then you kind of transitioned out of that so can you tell us a little bit about the transition and like kind of how that came about well I know how it came about but (laughs) for the listeners can you explain how that came about and how you made the the transition definitely um it's so funny because honestly everything that's I truly believe like everything that's happened in my life has led me to exactly what I'm doing now and exactly where I am um and it's so funny because going through that at the time (laughs) if you'd asked me when it was happening I (laughs) definitely might have thought differently because um honestly it was quite a, a massive journey and like you said I was an online fitness coach prior to this and I ran a face-to-face fitness business as well. Um, I got into the fitness industry a couple of years back, two, three years ago, um, and basically threw my heart and soul into it. I always wanted to run my own business where I was helping women in some way. And at that time in my life, fitness was everything and so I figured great I love fitness that's how I can show up and that's how I can help in the world so face to face um and it was amazing and I absolutely loved running it and working with the girls that I got to work with and it was really quite successful it was doing really well um but (laughs) pretty much at the sacrifice of me um, on so many fronts. And for a really, really long time, I was living in a very masculine energy and just like hustle, grind, pretty much burning the candle at both ends and not ever taking any time for me. And there were definitely a lot of warning signs along the way that I did not listen to, that I definitely ignored. And I ended up pushing myself right to the point of burnout and breakdown and pretty much everything sort of packed it in. My body gave up. Um, I ended up going through a lot of injury and I, yeah, I tore my rhomboid in my back and I got bursitis in my shoulders and um, I was at like peak exhaustion levels. And I guess I'm not, I, at the time I wasn't one to listen to that at all. And so I just tried to push through it, but it did just get to a point where um, something greater than me was like, you're done. Like this is enough. And um, yeah, it really, really threw me a massive 
curveball and um, yeah, it was tough because obviously my whole business revolved around my physical fitness and being able to do exercises and show my girls things and do videos for online and things like that. And I actually couldn't anymore because obviously of my injuries that I'd gone through. And so for me, it was a massive loss of identity. I'd probably say I was incredibly lost and incredibly down at for a while and um, a lot of tears a lot of really um, <laughs> upset nights for weeks and months on end but um, I, I was so lost I had no idea what was happening and what I was supposed to do because I put everything into this and obviously put my heart and soul into building it and um, suddenly it was like I just don't think that I can physically do this anymore and for a long time I was angry and I was sad and then I just remember one day Honestly, it was like a voice that just spoke to me. And obviously I know now it's more like, you know, it's your intuition talking to you and giving you that little nudge. At the time I had no idea. And I just remember hearing this voice saying, look at not why this is happening to you and start to look at why it's happening for you. And something in me shifted at that time, like something honestly changed so much. And I was like, okay, this has to be happening for a reason. Like, let's start to look into it and dive a little bit deeper. And that's when I started to just open myself up to trying to listen to what the unit, and at the time, like I was not religious, I wasn't spiritual, like nothing like that. And I pushed away a lot of that for a really long time. Um, But as soon as I let it in, it's like, honestly, like, the thing that was missing from my life so much and that had always been there but that I'd been ignoring for a really long time and just trying to push away and once I let it in and I started to look at why it was happening for me just everything changed and I started things would just show up in my life and um, like podcasts and different resources and things that were just giving me so many lessons along the way and it's how I ended up opening myself up to the powers of the universe and like hearing the signs from your intuition and learning all about alignment and everything like that and um, I just sort of went on this wild journey like going through this this like beautiful journey of self-discovery and re I think coming back into that alignment and coming back into the divine feminine and really starting to realize who I was as a person and um, it's through going through all of that that my whole journey obviously changed so much and then it just became really important to me to share that and that's pretty much how Strong Babe Collective was born. (laughs) So Amazing Um, and I feel like there's probably a lot of people that can connect to that story, but maybe in a different way. I mean, maybe it's like the job that they were doing that they just couldn't do anymore or something else, but like a similar kind of story. And a lot of people also ignore all the signs. And like, even when those, the things come up, you were saying like podcasts and whatnot would kind of come into your path. A lot of people would also ignore that kind of stuff too if they're not spiritual or like not religious or anything it's kind of a big jump and like even now still for me I look back and I'm like this is a big jump from where I was like this this the mindset of where I am now with all the spirituality and all that kind of stuff it is a huge difference to where I used to be and like especially growing up like I went to a Catholic school and whatever but my dad was always like God's not real God doesn't exist blah 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 Jesus is funny like all that kind of stuff like it it just it wasn't a real thing so for me that's how I grew up um and not believing in any of that stuff so for you is there anything like kind of any mindset shifts or anything that like kind of really helped you embrace the more spiritual side of things like making that adjustment yeah um that's a really good question and it's so funny that you say all of that because 
my upbringing was very similar. I went to a Lutheran school, um, but same thing. We weren't a religious family at all. And it was kind of like an unspoken thing that, you know, in the family, everyone was like, no, that's not a thing. Like, we don't talk about that. It's not, it was never like outrightly said no, but it was obviously sort of like pushed against as well. So very similar (laughs) background. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, obviously coming into that spirituality and like bringing the spiritual side of things into my life, it's a massive jump. And obviously, like I said, from someone who I pushed it away for a really long time um, and I, I definitely had a lot of resistance to it, but I think that it was honestly going through that like lowest point in my life where I honestly, like, I cannot tell you how just lost I felt and how I honestly just I did not know what was going to happen to me. And like my partner (laughs) saw a lot of very difficult nights. Like he'd leave for work in the morning and he'd be like, are you okay today? And I'd be like, yeah, I'm fine. And he'd come (laughs) home and I'd be in tears, like absolutely beside myself just saying like, I don't know what my point is anymore. And Mm. I think honestly, when you're at that point in your life and you sort of just get to that point where it's almost like, well, this is it. Like (laughs) you've got nothing to lose. And that's honestly where I just started opening myself up to it. And I changed what I was consuming. I stopped. And I think that's been a massive thing for me as well with um, shifting what I actually put in front of myself and putting a lot of mind food in front of me rather than just mindless things and going along with what society puts in front of you all the time. And I think in shifting that and in putting myself and like exposing myself, I guess, to that sort of um, content um, just from a variety of forms. I started reading and I started watching YouTube videos and I started listening to podcasts and looking up different blogs. And from someone who was in the fitness industry before, and I had a completely different Instagram account before this one. And, you know, obviously I followed different people in there and my entire Instagram feed was fitness pretty much. And then to realize that there was this world that was so, so different, um, full of people who knew about, you know, and I guess an easiest way to say it is like the secret, like, um, you know, like even in the movie, the secret, it's like, it's exactly that, how suddenly you realize that there's this whole other world that you can put yourself into and that you can start to open yourself up to. And when you do, everything just flows to you. Like life starts to become really easy. And once I started, it just sort of snowballed. Like it just kept coming and every day is better. Like every day I learn more and I consume more and I, I find something else new about myself and about, you know, you know, the universe and everything like that. And it's incredible. And the more you open yourself up to it, the better your life gets. So there was no way I was going to question that. It was just flowing so easily. So I went with it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And like, I feel like mine, my situation was also kind of the same. It does get to that point where it's just like, well, the other way isn't quite working for me. So my only option is to just try it. Like just see how it goes. It doesn't have to be a thing. If it doesn't work, that's okay. But you know, it does get to that point where it's like, well, you know, this is, this is my next option. And then you do one thing and you're like, oh, okay, I see. It's like one step. You just get, you dip your toe in and you're like, oh, this is a real thing. I got it. Yeah. And um, I actually spoke to someone not that long ago and we were having a conversation and they were saying like, I think when it comes to the universe, um, it sort of always has little signs for you, like little things that are popping up and like you sort of think about it and it's like first it's like a feather and then it's like a bird 
quick and then it's like a Mack truck. Like it's going to keep showing up in your life until the time that you decide to pay attention and decide to start listening. And whether that's, you know, you just start to pick up on little spiritual things that pop up in your life or little things just falling into alignment and you're like, wow, that's amazing. Um, Or it takes something like a breakdown, like an actual like full on burnout in your own life, no matter what, like it's always there and it's always showing up for you. And I honestly, like I look back on my life now and you think of so many things that have like, when you're like, oh my God, that's exactly what it is that the whole time the universe was working for me and it's things like karma, like everybody knows about karma and that's obviously like linked into like a universal law or, you know, like ESP with someone when you think of them and then the phone rings and it's them, like it's all those little things that you're like, oh my gosh, like this whole time it's been working for me and I just chose not to see it at that time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, When you did make all the change and like this was a bit of a change for you. And obviously like you can only really keep this, I don't know, I don't want to use the word hidden, but like there's only Mm -hmm. so long you can kind of keep it hidden until people start to notice that you're making changes and you're saying different things and you're like giving different advice and like all that kind of stuff because it gets to the point where you're like, I'm not going to hide this. This is amazing. Mm -hmm. Did you Mm -hmm. have any like, issues there kind of because it's almost like it's a new self um well that's how I found for me anyway it was just like this new self um kind of coming about um if that was the same Mm -hmm. thing for you did you have any like issues I guess even with your partner like expressing these new ideas and new thoughts or like with people around you Um, I've got like three parts to that answer. (laughs) Um, The first part is obviously like your online identity and and stuff. Like I think my audience was like at the time about like 13,000 that I'd built like across Instagram and Facebook. And for them, obviously I showed up and I was someone who demonstrated workouts and how to get fit and how to lift in the gym. And that was my whole life. Um, And I knew that. And it's so funny because at the time when this was all happening, I didn't really know what I, what Strong Babe Collective was going to be, but I knew that there was going to be a shift. And I actually had a plan to just try to kind of change the whole theme of the account. But on the day that I had planned to do that, like the full rollout, um, I actually was really, really sick <laughs> and mm-hmm. out of nowhere, like just so, so unwell. And I was like, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it on that day. And I honestly remember just thinking to myself, like, is this a sign? Like, I actually think the universe doesn't want me to do it on this account. Like I'm meant to do something different and I'm not supposed to do it here. And instead of rolling it out, I ended up just spending the time making different accounts, like new accounts on Instagram and on Facebook. And instead of doing it that day, the next day I just started a whole new account. Like I started from scratch and I just made announcements on those original accounts. And I just said, um, you know, to be honest, like there's just been a shift. I'm not aligned with this anymore. And I'm actually going to be moving over here. If you want to follow me and, you know, continue this journey, I'd love to have you here. And I started again (laughs) from zero. So, um, yeah, for me with social media, it's, I know that that's not what I was about before. And so I didn't think that it was fair to just sort of like push that in front of people, but I just wanted to give people the option. So that's why I started a new one. And if people wanted to come across, they could, and those who wanted to did. So, um, yeah, that was the social media side of things, I guess. Um, in terms of like my friends and my relationships in my life, um, honestly, 
the people who are really, really close to me in my actual life have truly said to so many of them said to me that they've never seen me so true to who I am as a person than as I am now. Like, honestly, so many of my friends have said to me, like, you shine as who you are now. And it's honestly like the person that you were was almost like a shadow of you, like a shell of you. And you've just so come into yourself and they love it, to be honest. Like, it's been incredible because some of the connections that I had with my friends have amplified because I think I decided to become like authentically myself rather than holding back. And when you start to be really true to you, people gravitate towards that and they really recognize it. And I think anyone, not that it's happened to me, but um, anyone that doesn't recognize that and doesn't celebrate that about you probably doesn't have a place in your life anyway. Um, And in regards to my partner, he's, he would say he's not spiritual like at all, but it's so funny because we've been together for going on five years now. And for the longest time I used to look at him and be like, how are you so at peace with yourself? <laughs> like you are so certain of who you are and you're so confident and everything like this. And I now see it as like, he's so authentic and he has like his own version of spirituality. Like he wouldn't say that he meditates, but he has times when he's just sitting and just being. And yeah. as much as he wouldn't use like the woo woo and the magic words, he's kind of always had that sort of outlook on life anyway. And in me bringing that into my life, he said the same thing. Like he just sees me being so, so happy um, and so sure of myself and just loving life so much. And he said, just keep doing what you're doing. Like it's working for you. So um, yeah, <laughs> same thing. Like he's like, oh, there's no way I'd question it ever. So. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. That's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling so warm right now. Yeah. So high vibe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So let's talk a little bit about that kind of stuff, spirituality and manifestation, because it's, I don't know if it's just because I'm in it. So I feel like everyone's talking about it or if it's like, um, it is actually becoming this bigger thing, but manifestation is becoming a huge, huge thing right now. So kind of how did this start for you and how did you start like practicing and figuring out how to do it and if it worked and all that kind of stuff? (laughs) Um, Well, I honestly agree with you that I think that there is a massive shift going on and I think it's probably been a really long time coming in the world really needs it and I think that it's beautiful to see that it is flourishing and it's actually starting to happen and that more people are talking about it because I think that it's almost been that thing that's been missing for a lot of people and I think for a really long time and I especially think in the world of women where for ages obviously since you know obviously there was a time when women weren't allowed to work and I think you know pushing for that and allowing that to happen in society for a really long time women have been in a very masculine place when it comes and I don't mean physically I mean like in the sense of their energy um when it comes to you know working and you know I think for for ages like to you know hustle and to grind and to be part of like team no sleep was like a bad of honor um and I feel like that shift has really started to happen and I think that it's so needed because I feel like a lot of women especially um sort of are going through a sort of shift like what I went through where it's like it only gets it gets to a certain point we actually can't do that anymore it does get to a point where something needs to give and something needs to change so starting to bring that in is wonderful um for me in terms of like the manifestation side of things actually happening for me 
Um, I would definitely credit the first time I actually realized what it was and like heard about it and started to learn about it um, to Catherine Zinkina from Manifestation Bay, which is one of the first podcasts that I started. I don't even know how I really found her. I think she was interviewed by someone else that I was listening to, but not for like manifestation or anything like that. She was just like a guest interview. And then I ended up finding her podcast and started listening to that and just being like, this is amazing. And it has honestly just given a term to everything that I started to see as being true in my life anyway. And it sort of just gave like this overarching umbrella to all of the little synchronicities that had like lined up in my life. And it was kind of there that I first started finding out about it. And then obviously just went on like like I said like a little journey like finding out as much as I could and just starting to really open myself up to it and to to bring it in to start like applying the principles and the more I did it the more manifested for me and it's one of those things like once you start and once it starts happening you actually just can't question it anymore because you just think like this is it's magic. Like it's so wonderful. And why would you not want that to be happening for you? So. Yeah. It's crazy how sometimes it, it does feel like magic. I can remember there's been like some times where I've just been sitting or laying down and I'm like, I am a fucking magician. Like, yes. (laughs) How am I making this happen with my mind? Like, (laughs) it's great. Um, But that said though, even though like, I think something really important part of the manifestation thing is the the taking action thing and a lot of people like even now mm-hmm. I mean I talk about this a lot to my friends and whatever but a lot of people just don't understand it um because I I haven't seen the movie The Secret I know you recently watched it um yeah. but apparently in that movie which was like how most of the world found out about the process and what manifestation is and apparently it's just like thinking and then you get something or something like that it's like Um, one of the biggest criticisms that it gets yeah but the taking action part is so important but I guess for you you've probably learned the difference between like taking action to the point of hurting yourself um (laughs) but how how do you kind of know how much action to take or what action to take yeah, definitely. Um, I think that um, that when it comes to taking action in your life, and it's it's like you said with the secret, that is one of the, the biggest things that is left out of it is the law of action. And I actually read something the other day that sort of said that if you are going into the manifestation process wholeheartedly only believing in the law of attraction and not feeling like you ever have to do anything, then you're sabotaging the manifestation process because you are part of the fundamental recipe. And so if you take yourself out of it and you think that you don't need to be any part of it, there's no way that that recipe can come together. And I thought that that was just such a beautiful way of putting it because I think a lot of people get caught up in the, you know, am I just thinking about it all the time? And then it sort of just like lands in my lap. And it's definitely not the case at all. You can't just sort of like think about a million dollars and be sitting on the couch and someone like throws a million dollars in your window. Like That's just not how it happens. But the law of action is so important. And um, when it comes to finding that balance, like I said, obviously before when I was, you know, hustling and grinding my way through life, um, I did push myself too far, but that was because I wasn't listening to myself at all. And the difference between me then and me now is that I 
truly always do things from a state of flow and if it doesn't flow or if it doesn't feel good I don't do it and that has changed my life and I honestly like when it comes to feeling tired or feeling like I need a break or I just need a day of play to just take some time um, I recognize that and I honor it and I used to honestly feel so bad about it when you know previous times I used to feel really guilty and I think running my own businesses and working from home I was someone that put a lot of pressure on myself to work as as, at least if not more the like eight to five nine to five day and if I did anything and obviously my days were a lot bigger than that anyway um but if I took a break I would feel really guilty really bad because I would think that's not how a normal working day works blah 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 like all of those limiting beliefs but knowing what I know now and being through what I've been through I truly look at it as when my body is asking me for a break it's not a bad thing it's not anything to feel guilty about ever um it's just your body telling you that right now isn't a state of flow and it's time to take a rest and every time I take a break or I do something fun the next thing that I do is so inspired and it is massive action and it always has the answers that I need. And so the more I listen to that, the further I'm able to like progress in my life and the more I'm able to manifest. And I just think that it's like such an important part of the process now so that I just don't, I don't question it anymore. I don't make myself feel bad for it or anything like that. I actually celebrate it and I do what I need to. So yeah. 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 So, so important. And something that you brought up there that is um, something that I'm kind of, I mean, not realizing, but something that I am realizing how important it actually is, is if something doesn't feel good, don't do it because I've been doing things recently. And this is so crazy because I even, this is like literally what I even talk to my clients about is don't do something just because you think you should do it or don't do something just because someone else told you you should do it and I realized that was something that I was doing and I honestly had this like past couple weeks month of just feeling like ugh. that's the only way I can really describe it it's just like ugh. I just wasn't motivated I wasn't enjoying what I was doing I wasn't enjoying what I was creating and then like I realized that it was just I was doing stuff because I was told that I should do it. And something that I'm really realizing is super important that if it doesn't feel good, then don't do it. Even if this is like what all the the people are saying is the good thing to do and the right thing to do. And this is how you get business and this is how you get clients and this is what you have to do. If it doesn't feel right for you personally, Mm -hmm. it's not the right thing for you to be doing. Um, and yeah. a super, super important lesson that I have learned. And as soon as I kind of let it go and I was like, well, I mean, what I was doing is basically done now, so I'm not going to like throw it in the garbage. But mm. as soon as I released that off off me, it took away the pressure of like feeling like it had to perform as well. It was like, actually, I'm not going to put pressure on myself for this thing that I actually don't even want to do. It's here. It's done now. But I'm just going to release it onto the universe and I learned my lesson. Like it was definitely a huge lesson learning experience of exactly what I just said. And what you said also is like not doing things and pushing and like not listening to your intuition basically. Cause the whole time my intuition was like, this is gross. This is (laughs) gross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So yes. So such an important point for sure on that one. 
Yeah, no, I definitely think that sometimes those little nudges of resistance are there for a reason. And once you give yourself permission to listen to them and to stop listening to all the external noise that's around you trying to push you into different directions, everything feels better. And you know that once something feels better and it starts to feel good, you're doing the right thing. So just every time, like listening to that is (laughs) paramount. It's so important. Yeah. And I think part of the reason, I mean, from my experience and possibly this can maybe resonate with some other people is part of the reason that I was doing it is because like doing the thing that I didn't want to do, but I was told I should do. I was doing it because I didn't believe that if I did something that I actually wanted to do the way I want to do it, I didn't believe that I would be successful off that thing. If that makes sense. Like I didn't believe in myself and have enough self-trust in that particular aspect to believe that I could do it my way and still get the results that I wanted yeah Um, and I think sorry yeah I think as well like if you are talking to someone who has been successful in that area and they're giving you their advice and saying this is what you should be doing it's very easy to fall into that um sort of reaction where you're like oh okay like I'll just force myself to do that but that might be a great fit for them, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's a good fit for you. And if your intuition is telling you that it's not, then it's not. And no amount of someone convincing you of their story is ever going to be enough to surpass that ever. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and if you do do the thing, like if you do this thing and you follow it out and you do something just because you think that you should or you're told, usually the results and the mm. output that you generate are not even like great they're usually not 100% or they're not aligned with who you really are or whatever like it's just it's it it's never going to fit nicely and slot nicely into your story it's always going to be this like glitch of just like well that doesn't quite fit Um, which is definitely what I'm what I'm feeling um but I mean in these situations lesson learned right really that's all you can can really get from it. I learned that lesson. And I guess that's what most people I think is really important too, is if people are doing these kinds of things and they get to the end and they're like, Oh, that wasn't what I wanted to do. Why did I do this? I'm so stupid. Like that's really the wrong, wrong way to go about it. Always, always looking for the lesson in these situations. because There is all like you weren't, this is exactly the path that you were meant to take. Like you weren't meant to do the thing that you were meant to do. Really. You were actually meant to go down that path and learn that lesson. But Mm. the important thing here is if you don't realize what the lesson was and you don't learn the lesson in that situation, you're going to get the lesson forced on you again and again and again until you learn it. Until it sinks in. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like you're going to, until you you pass, until you figure it out, it's going to keep happening. And I mean, I'm sure there's so many, there's so many experiences in my life where I Mm. can realize that that was exactly what happened. Like. (laughs) wrong thing like wrong thing wrong thing wrong thing over and over again and then I was like duh why didn't I learn that lesson the first time but anyway um I guess on that kind of topic like listening to your intuition and whatnot I know that you're into tarot which I also am um are there any other ways like maybe any interesting ways that you hear your intuition or that you speak to your intuition or connect with your intuition yeah um good question um personally I've always been a writer um which is so funny because 
I, again, another thing I pushed away for a really long time. Like uh, I used to love it when I was younger and then I just ignored it and I stopped writing and um, I like I used to keep diaries and everything like that and then I don't know, like at some point in my life, I don't know, maybe being a teenager, I was like, it's just not cool anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I stopped and I built a lot of resistance around it. But in going through this whole journey, I picked up journaling again and it's transformational for me and I I love it like honestly it's probably one of the ways that I clear through a lot of things in my life um and it's just a tool that has helped me so much and I sort of developed my journaling process a lot along the way where originally it sort of started off as you know journal prompts and things like that and kind of just answering questions um and I would mainly do I, I do it every single morning after my meditation um but it sort of evolved and then I started doing something called morning pages, which is pretty much where you just write a stream of consciousness. So as soon as I come out, so I do my meditation in the morning and I have like essential oils going and I have music playing like Kundalini music in my ears and it's magic. Like I try and do it every morning, like with the sunrise and uh, it's just, it brings so much peace. But while, um, like once I go through that, as soon as like I finish my meditation, I don't stop my music or anything like that. I always make sure that I have my journal next to me before I go into my meditation and then as soon as I come out of it I just pick up a pen and I write and I don't filter anything at all I just let it come out of me and sometimes I honestly look at my hand and I'm like oh yeah cool that's coming out like it's almost like I'm not in control of what my hand is writing and I'm reading it for the first time and I love it because it helps me to clear through a lot of things sometimes it brings up things that are obviously in my subconscious that I wasn't even aware of um, and it helps me to just gain a lot of clarity and get a lot of answers and um, yeah and then honestly like that sort of stream of consciousness is somewhere that a lot of um, my intuition comes in and if I am having any limiting beliefs or anything like that, like that's where I work through them. Um, and I sort of go through and like write out how I'm feeling and everything like that. But then honestly, sort of, it ends up turning itself around. It never ends up on like a, a negative note or a low vibrational sort of feeling because as I write, it sort of changes it into why okay well this isn't actually that bad and move straight through and then it sort of comes back into that space of alignment so yeah that would probably be one of my favorite things when it comes to listening to my intuition yeah absolutely I think I kind of went through a similar thing I don't like I journal a decent amount, but not, it's not like part of my daily practice for me. It's just whenever my intuition tells me to write and I'm like the Mm -hmm. same thing. Actually, I have a funny story. A couple of weeks ago, I was at a friend's house and um, he had an iPad pro and I was like, Oh, this is really cool. I just want to play with it. And he had the little Apple Mm -hmm. pencil. Anyway, um, I opened up the notes app and I was like, Oh, I feel like writing. And some of my friends were talking, they were just having a conversation like 10 minutes later. They're like, book, what the heck are you doing? And I just written like, pages of scribble in this iPad Pro and I'm like I don't know I'm just writing it's just (laughs) like the same thing it's so cool and it just kind of comes out of you and it's like I sometimes I don't it's like scribble actually on the piece of paper that I have in front of me right now did the exact same thing and it's Mm. it doesn't actually even make sense it's like it's almost just like the action needs to come out of you you don't need to Mm. even be really read what it is it just this energy needs to come through yeah in this way. Yeah. And I find that like 
it's um, I definitely connect a lot more to writing with my hand on paper rather than typing as well. Like mm. typing, I, I don't connect so much to my intuition or anything really that way. But um, yeah, journaling also love such a such an amazing one. And it can be a weird process to start, I think, for a lot of people like no. oh, writing, no. what am I going to write about? What do I say? But um, yeah, and that's how it was for me. But it definitely is is life changing. I love it. Um, So I know you speak a lot about vibe and raising your vibration and whatnot, um, which I'm sure if anyone listens to my podcast, they probably know what that means. So we're not going to get too much into that. But basically it means like kind of how do you start start feeling better when you're feeling shit um, is really what raising your vibe (laughs) means. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What kind of stuff do you like to do? What's your favorite, favorite thing to do Mm -hmm. to to get yourself out of a bad mood or change your state and get yourself feeling good. Yeah, for sure. I actually just did a YouTube video on this last week, like five ways to raise your vibes. So I'm oh. definitely not the answer. Um, came in perfect timing. Um, I There's so many things that I love to do. Obviously journaling, like I just said, meditating for me changes everything. And I notice a massive change shift in my day if I do it or if I don't do it. Um, so for me, meditation is paramount. Um, but then as well, like I, I love crystals so, so much. I'm literally like playing with a Labradorite wand as I talk to you. Um, I love essential oils. I think that they have incredible properties when it comes to changing your vibrational state um, as well and obviously your energy. And then just as well, like two really easy ones. And there's a probably two of my favourites just because they are so easy to do. And one is music. I think that listening to music, and I think so many people, whether you're spiritual or not, would agree with this. And I actually was thinking about this the other day. And I think the reason that people feel so good when they listen to music is because I feel like music is almost its own form of meditation. Because when you listen to music and you are in music, if you sort of can understand what I mean, you're in it. Like you, yeah. you feel like music has just so much power to raise your vibes. So definitely listening to music and obviously different music for different things, but it's yeah, amazing. It can just change your mood like that. Um, and my other favorite so much is going for a walk and honestly just getting outside and getting in the sunshine because that changes everything for me, especially like I said, like working from home and um, you know, being inside a lot with what I do, my, like in the morning and in the afternoon, pretty much every day, I try to get outside and go for a walk and just soak in some sunshine. And every time I do, I feel amazing. So yeah, definitely one of my faves. <laughs> yeah, definitely as well. Like all of those things I am completely on board with, um, especially the music one and a lot more recently too. Um, and working from home as well, like needing to get out of the house, needing a bit of a change of scenery. Like it's really, it can be really easy to get in that like weird mindset of what is the world even like anymore? I don't know. Um, Cause you're like four, same four walls all day long. So definitely like getting out, listening to music, doing something different is super, super helpful. So I just want to 
reverse kind of switch gears and reverse a little bit and go back to what you were talking about earlier about how we were both talking about how you switched gears from going into fitness to more a spirituality mindset kind of thing. Were there in terms of a business sense, were there anything or any mindset shifts or any changes that you went through to kind of get to that point and like how did you deal with the transition yourself of going from um coaching for fitness into coaching for mindset and spirituality stuff how was that experience for you yeah um really good question i it's really funny though because like i said like everything that happens like along the way kind of like leads you to where you are always supposed to be anyway and when i ran my fitness businesses um, the one that I ran face to face was actually called the fierce project. And it's funny because obviously it was very fitness based and it was eight week transformational coaching and boot camps for women. And I called it the fierce project because I wanted to help women find their fierce. And that was the slogan for it. And even the girls that I coached, like I had incredible relationships with those girls. Like they were my friends as well as being clients. And we went through, obviously it's a huge journey when you go through something with fitness and like a massive transformation. Um, and it was through going through all of that, that even though it was about fitness and like your physical body, I always, it was always so important to me to make it about more than that. And the girls used to always comment on it, how it was never just about, having a, a great bod and like, you know, killing it aesthetically or anything like that. Like I always wanted, wanted women to love their bodies and to feel confident and to celebrate themselves and to just like enjoy the whole process and to realize that they're amazing and that they are so, so fierce. And that was the whole point. And I think for me, even when I was doing fitness and fitness online and everything like that, I definitely had probably a bit of a disconnect to the whole like, aesthetics side of things because obviously yes it was about fitness but for me it was more than that and it was about helping women to really to find confidence and to love themselves um and so that was always almost more important to me than the fitness side of things and so even through doing the online coaching with girls um like all over the world like everyone that I sort of dealt with it was such a mindset thing the whole time like we would get on for our coaching calls or our check-ins and things like that and it was such a mindset thing like it honestly it wasn't like okay so how many sets did you do in the gym and how many you know what, what weight was it or anything like that it was like how are you feeling this week like okay why are you feeling like that let's see if we can work through this like okay totally understand that amazing celebrate that you know those sort of things so it was always very mindset based for me anyway and then obviously everything that did happen I just felt like it was the biggest nudge for me to just move fully into that space rather than you know sort of holding on to something that I wasn't quite as aligned with anyway, sort of like went through the whole transition and it was tough, like letting go of the boot camps because obviously I had a very, very strong connection and strong, strong relationships with the girls that I saw there. But um, the thing that sort of, I guess, made it easier and it's amazing because everything happens in divine timing. When actually moving and pretty much at the time that this whole shift came about for us so we made the decision we were living on the gold coast in queensland and we made an for me to be continuing those boot camps anyway and it was just crazy because obviously you know it's tough to leave the girls but there was never and it was never like i was going to be able to do it because we were leaving anyway so it sort of all just synced up 
perfectly. And then I just ended up wrapping things up with the online side of things and just making the shift so easily. And for me, the fact that it it flowed so easily and there was no so it was just even more of a sign that it was the exact perfect path for me. So yeah, just wind yeah. up. <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. I love it. I'm kind of all over the shop with like my questions, but my brain is going in so many directions right now. Um, so we're going to kind of jump to something else again, something completely different, but something I know that you do talk about and you actually, um, this probably does relate to, I mean, what we're just talking about in some way, but um, you recorded a podcast episode recently on like why you need to be clear about um, like manifestations. And I guess this kind of relates to everything that we do, but um, I also agree that it, you, it's super important to be clear for exactly the same reasons that you said, because if you are trying to do these things and you don't know what it even is that you're doing, or you're kind of vague or not really clear on what it is that you're doing, you're not really going to get what you want. So in a roundabout way, I'm like blabbering on right now, but um, what are your (laughs) favorite ways to get clear or like what processes do you use to get clear on your ideas and like really figure it out exactly what it is that you want to do and manifest yeah definitely um I think when it comes to finding clarity around what you what you actually want in your life and what you're ready to manifest is to be very honest with yourself and to stop holding back on a lot of the things that deep down within you you actually know that you want but you're a bit scared to claim um I think when it comes to finding one of the biggest things that inhibits us from and I think a lot of the time it is fear because of what people will think um, fear of what they'll think of us when we say we're going for that thing or fear of what they'll think of us when we actually have it and as well fear around affirming it with yourself and affirming it with the universe for the fear that it won't actually come true for you and like that maybe you're setting yourself up for failure and the biggest thing when it comes to addressing that fear on all cases is to realize that fear is not real and it is something that comes up for you because it wants you to play small and it wants to keep you in that little safe zone but that safe zone is not where the magic happens and that's not where your best life is at all and you are so capable of whatever it is that you can dream up for yourself. I always say the fact that you can dream it, the fact that your intuition has pushed you towards it, it's not a coincidence. It's not just out of the blue. It is your intuition showing you what is possible for you. And if it is an inkling on the horizon of what you can see as being something that you'd want for yourself, if that feels good for you, bloody go for it. Like, honestly, don't hold yourself back. Don't think, oh, I'm not good enough for that. I'm not worthy of that goal. I'm not worthy, worthy of that thing in my life. Don't allow any of that to pop up. And if it does pop up, like we're human, it's normal. We all have ego. If it does pop up, thank it for showing up and for trying to keep you safe and you appreciate that, but you don't choose to align yourself with that way of thinking. You don't choose to stay small. You don't choose to dismiss the things that are important for you that you actually want to be going for in your life because that is going to lead you to continuously 
um, always looking at it as being something that, oh, if only I'd gone for that or what if, that's always going to be there for you. So if it shows up for you and if it's something that feels good when you think about it, that should be all the sign that you need. If it feels good when you think about it, that's the thing that you should be doing. And it's for so many things. And I see it, obviously, you see it a lot in the world. And I've got friends and things like that as well, who I've watched, you know, they've got something that they want to do in their life. They've got a goal or a dream and they talk about it, but then they talk themselves out of it. And they say, why, you know, then, oh, no, don't really need to go for that. Oh, probably not. Maybe not today. Maybe next year. Um, Maybe when the timing's right. And it's all just excuses coming up to um, based around like that fear and them not feeling worthy and still like, and you would like people, you would know this about people in your own life. You'd still know that deep down, you know, in their soul, like that's what they want to be doing. And they know deep down that that's what they want to be doing as well. But it's just that at that point in their life, they've chosen to listen to fear rather than that good feeling place and stepping into that alignment and listening to their higher self and actually just going for it. So yeah, if you've got that inkling, listen to it and like give yourself permission to just go for it. Yeah, absolutely. It's so true what you said about people talking themselves out of stuff. I see that so often and I see so often people like with my clients and with my friends, like so many people, they say that they want something like I want to do this thing I want to make this change and then they kind of come up with excuses why they can't and a lot of it comes from the fact that they don't actually believe that they deserve it so it could be like they don't believe that they can do it they don't believe they deserve to do it they don't really know what it's going to be like if they do get it like they're worried about the success and what that would mean for them and then there's like a whole other bunch of stuff but like it does get to the point where if you do want to make the changes, if you want to do these like things that come up for you and things that feel good, you have to trust and you have to be the one taking action and follow it. Cause it's like, what, what are the impacts of not doing that? Like what the alternative is to say exactly where you are in exactly the same place in exactly the same mindset. Like you're not just going to magically get happy doing the same thing that you're doing right now. If that's not making you happy. Mm, right like does that make sense the way that I put that but like you can't you can't expect to feel any different by doing exactly the same thing um yeah such a huge one that I see like from so 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 many people um honestly and you're right about it a lot of it being because of fear like so many people are scared of the unknown and that could be like failure rejection and success like that was a huge one for me too, fear of success, especially even when I started my podcast, I started it. And then a little while after I was like, oh shit, now people are expecting something of me. I have to show up. I have to produce quality content. Like it was crazy. And I was like, I don't think I can, I can do that. I I don't think Mm -hmm. I can live up to that standard that I've created for myself and that I've told other people that I am going to live up to. Um, It's Mm -hmm. scary, but it's like, what, what's the alternative? Yeah, I totally, totally. Yeah, right. I think when people have like a fear of failure, I think the biggest thing to think of is, well, that's technically like if you're so afraid of not doing it and of failing and not it not being successful for you, that's technically now anyway because you're not doing it. Like it's almost like equivalent. That's the thing that you want. Not going for it is almost a bigger failure than if you go for it and it doesn't come true for you. And I honestly, honestly, I so I affirm this all the time, but failure 
is not failure until you accept it to be so. So if something doesn't go how you expect it to, it doesn't mean you failed. It just means you need to change something a little bit. And it's just another doorway into the path of success. Like it's still, you're still moving forward. You're still getting there. It's only failure if you decide to stop. So if you never decide to go, that's technically probably the biggest failure of all. So Yeah. And see, the thing is, I guess in this situation, you're completely right. And people need to decide if they want to be, um, I guess, I don't want to say unsuccessful, but this word fits the best at at the moment, unsuccessful because they didn't try or unsuccessful because they tried and it just didn't quite work out the way that they wanted. Like which one's worse? I feel like, well, for sure, (laughs) becoming unsuccessful because you didn't try is so much worse than actually like doing the thing, it not quite working out and then learning that you can change the thing. But so many people don't see it that way. They kind of pre-fail. They they pre-fail so that they don't have to deal with like trying and not succeeding because that might hurt more. But in reality, that's just not, not the case. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. Love it. I agree with everything you've said. All of it. (laughs) Thank you so much, babe, for allowing me to be a part of your day and for listening to today's episode. I appreciate you so, so much. And I'm so grateful to be able to help you to realize the infinite power you hold within yourself to build a life you love. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to let me know by leaving a review on iTunes. I absolutely love connecting with you on Facebook and Instagram as well. So if you're not following me over there already, be sure to come and get a little more Strong Babe inspo by searching at Strong Babe Collective or by heading to my website, strongbabecollective.com. While you're there, make sure you sign up for my Dear Strong Babe Letters daily doses of inbox love delivered straight from me to you. Sending you so much love, babe, and I'm already looking forward to talking to you in the next episode. Until then, go and build a life you love.